Welcome to the Merkle Treehouse for Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. We've got a great show for you today, so sit back and relax while Horace Morris and the Merkle Treehouse Band lights this candle. Jason P. Lowry's 350-page thesis called Soft War, characterizing Bitcoin as a form of power projection, has encouraged a lively debate amongst Bitcoiners. Digital warfare as a use case for Bitcoin is an idea some Bitcoiners are just unable to reconcile with the peaceful, all-inclusive nature of the network. To comment, I've welcomed one of the author's colleagues from the U.S. Space Force, Major Nathaniel P. Steele. Welcome to the Treehouse, Major. Thank you, Audrey. I'm happy to be here. Major Lowry's thesis has gotten some corners of the Bitcoin community upset with his analogy of Bitcoin being digital warfare. Is warfare of any kind a proper use case for Bitcoin? Please. Lowry is nothing more than a weak-kneed pacifist. I have to say, I'm not impressed with his work. While it may have gained some attention in the Bitcoin community, it's not groundbreaking. In fact, it's quite disappointing to see my own ideas used by someone else without proper credit given. I have no doubt that my own thesis, which delves much deeper into the potential use of Bitcoin in national security, surpasses Major Lowry's in both scope and depth. It's unfortunate that he didn't have the creativity or initiative to come up with his own original ideas. You may not realize this, but I mentored Major Lowry during his time at MIT, and I shared with him all of my knowledge and insights about Bitcoin. However, I believe that he has not fully grasped the true potential of Bitcoin and its applications in the context of national security, as evidenced by his thesis, Soft War. What is it about soft war that you take issue with exactly? Well, Audrey, in contrast, my thesis, Bitcoin, Have Fun Waging War, explores the potential of using Bitcoin as a tool for strategic military dominance. One aspect of my thesis is the idea that Bitcoin can be used to facilitate a hashing war that distracts other nations while we launch a nuclear attack. This may sound extreme, but in the context of national security and military strategy, It is important to consider all possible scenarios and use all available tools to protect our nation. Of course, this is just one aspect of my thesis. I also delve into the potential of using Bitcoin for economic warfare, as well as for intelligence gathering and counter-terrorism efforts. It also details how Bitcoin can be used to fund and sustain a massive military campaign by using its decentralized nature to hide transactions and evade sanctions. Furthermore, It outlines how Bitcoin mining can be used as a powerful tool to launch cyber attacks on enemy infrastructure, creating chaos and destruction in their societies. It is a comprehensive exploration of the potential of Bitcoin for national security and military strategy, and it goes far beyond what Major Lowry has presented in his work. Lowry's idea of Bitcoin as a form of soft war is weak. Bitcoin is not just a tool for imposing non-violent constraints on malicious actors, but rather a weapon to completely dominate and destroy enemy nations. The potential for destruction with Bitcoin is far greater than anything that Lowry has outlined in his thesis. War is a blast and all. But the most disappointing thing is that Major Lowry doesn't even go into how Bitcoin hashing can be used to prevent alien invasion. I mean, hello, we're the Space Force, you know. We've got Star Trek insignia on our uniforms and everything. Now that's interesting. Could you detail how Bitcoin hashing can prevent an alien invasion? Certainly, Audrey. In my thesis, Bitcoin Have Fun Waging War... I explore how the hashing power of the Bitcoin network can be used to fend off potential alien invasions. The basic idea is to use the computational power of the Bitcoin network 
to create a powerful defense mechanism that can repel any potential extraterrestrial threats. This can be done by deploying massive amounts of Bitcoin miners, which can generate an enormous amount of hashing power. This hashing power can then be used to create a hash barrier around the Earth, essentially creating a massive computational shield that would prevent any aliens from penetrating our planet's defenses. By harnessing the power of Bitcoin hashing, we can create a defense mechanism that is both incredibly powerful and incredibly resilient. And while this may sound like science fiction, the reality is that the potential threat of alien invasion is a very real possibility, and we need to be prepared for anything that may come our way. Thank you, Major Steele. We appreciate you coming by the Treehouse. You're welcome back any time. Thank you, Audrey. It was my pleasure. This week, Senator Elizabeth Warren announced building an anti-crypto army, courting national politicians of all stripes, while simultaneously promoting a totalitarian central bank digital currency. The recent banking crisis has people waking up to Bitcoin as protection against the failures of national politicians and traditional finance, but politicians like Senator Warren do not want you to escape their game. The Merkel Treehouse's own intrepid reporter, Morton Anger, is standing by with details. Morton? Thank you, Audrey. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here amongst Senator Warren's ancestral people as they gather for an annual powwow. As I entered the powwow grounds today, I was immediately struck by the vibrant colors and intricate patterns of the traditional Cherokee dress worn by the dancers. Men wear headdresses adorned with eagle feathers, brightly colored regalia with fringe and beadwork, and moccasins. Women wear brightly colored shawls, ribbon skirts, and beaded jewelry. The dancers move gracefully around the dance arena to the beat of the drum, creating a colorful and mesmerizing display. The sounds of the powwow are a symphony of drum beats, singing and dancing. The drumming is the heart of the powwow, with several drum groups providing the rhythm for the dancers. The singing is a mix of traditional Cherokee songs and contemporary powwow songs. The dancers move in time to the drumming and singing their bells jingling and the sound of their feet pounding the earth, creating a rhythmic pulse that fills the air. This is a wonderfully beautiful culture with a tradition of peaceful coexistence, and I admire the Cherokee people greatly. But I have to wonder what they think of one of their own blatantly attacking the freedoms of the American people. Just as European settlers in the 1700s debased and took control of wampum beads to gain economic advantage over the native peoples of this great land, Senator Warren seeks to debase and seek control of our financial lives by promoting a central bank digital currency, or CBDC. Such power grabs of our monetary system only lead to tears, as our Native American friends can attest. It is evidence that Warren does not care for the people, but only cares to have ultimate control over them. The implementation of a CBDC will usher in a technocratic surveillance state that rivals China. It is the final stroke in a plan to end cash and eliminate financial privacy. This is wrong, and we must resist it. The implementation of a CBDC will not only give the government ultimate control over our finances, but it will also give them unprecedented access to our financial information. This is a dangerous path that will lead to the end of privacy as we know it. The government will be able to monitor our every financial transaction, and it will know every detail about our financial lives. This is not a world that we want to live in. The idea of a technocratic surveillance state should send shivers down our spines. The implementation of a CBDC would give the government the power to monitor every aspect of our lives and usher in a social credit system. It would be a world where there is no privacy, and the government has ultimate control over our finances and lives. 
This is not the future that we want for ourselves or for our children. Buy Bitcoin. Its time is now. Have a pleasant day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Morton. We must keep a close eye on the thieving political class. They will get in bed with the highest bidder like Sam Bankman-Fried, and then turn around to smear an entire industry for political power. They are filthy opportunists and are no longer fit to lead. Up next, our Merkle Treehouse players are back with the fifth installment of their presentation of Bitcoin Unleashed. Bitcoin Unleashed Episode 5 The Raid Last time on Bitcoin Unleashed, Mona found an underground network to help keep her Bitcoin safe. But the government is relentless in their pursuit of those who dare to think differently. And now, Mona's worst nightmare is about to come true. My Bitcoin is safe. Thank you, Manny. Now I just need to lay low and avoid any attention from the government. You can stay here as long as you need. Open up, it's the government. Oh no, it's the feds. That's not cool. Freeze, you're under arrest for illegal Bitcoin use. I haven't done anything wrong. Bitcoin represents excellence. Excellence doesn't exist in our world. All that matters is equality. What will happen to Mona now that she has been apprehended by government agents? And how will she continue to fight for a world of true excellence? Tune in to the next episode of Bitcoin Unleashed. Join us on Sunday for the next exciting installment of Bitcoin Unleashed. I'm on pins and needles. And now... We'd like to wrap things up with another topical and hilarious comedy set by Sammy Nash. Sammy? So I heard Bitcoin is going to the moon. No, seriously, it's actually going to the moon. Literally. Apparently a company called Lunar Crush is teaming up with Lunar Outpost to deliver a treasure chest of 62 Bitcoins worth $1.5 million to the surface of the moon. They're calling it Nakamoto One, and it's like a real-life treasure hunt, a competition to see who can be the first to get to the moon and claim the Bitcoin booty. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think I'm ever going to the moon. I mean, I can barely afford a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> Speaking of the moon, let's talk about space for a minute. Have you heard about the new trend in warfare? Move over guns and tanks. It's time for Bitcoin miners to take the stage. That's right. According to Jason Lowry, a commissioned officer in the U.S. Space Force, Bitcoin mining can replace war. I mean, who needs physical fitness when you can just flex your keyboard skills? <laughs> and apparently Bitcoin miners are the new military because they both involve power projection. But instead of tanks and guns, Bitcoin miners use their mom's basement and a bunch of computers. So if you see a group of nerds huddled around their computers, don't be scared. They're just fighting a war for digital money. <laughs> Major Lowry also claims that Bitcoin mining is an evolution of the universe and life itself. Yeah, that's right, survival of the nerdiest. <laughs> Who knew that all those hours playing video games would finally pay off? <laughs> but let's be real. 
Achieving consensus on digital property and money is harder than agreeing on what to have for dinner with your family. And if we're going to replace war with Bitcoin mining, we might need to battle Elizabeth Warren's scary anti-crypto army before we can start mining for Bitcoin and warring digitally with other nation-states. She's f***ing pathetic. What a loon. We should send her to the moon. Maybe Major Lowry of the Space Force could help us with that. Wow. You have him rolling in the aisles. Thanks, Sammy. That will wrap it up for us today. Join us on Sunday for a special Easter episode of the Merkel Treehouse. I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you that the best things in life are free, but a little Bitcoin doesn't hurt either. Enjoy the rest of your week, folks. We'll see you on Sunday. Howdy, folks. This is Pinto Pete. Won't you be so kind as to follow us and share us with all your buddies? Adios, amigos. Adios.